0: Welcome to A Savored Life, a podcast that inspires you to live a more fulfilled life with mindful writing, intuitive cooking, and creative inspiration. I'm your host, Sumaya Osmani, and I'm here to help you on the path to live a more slower life, a more savored life. Each episode is filled with creative expression, freeing our preconceived ideas that hold us back from fulfilling our true potential. In this episode, we're joined by a guest who brings her own personal experience of how being in touch with the natural world can help us slow down and tap into our creativity. This is also a Saved Life's first outdoor podcast, so I'm really excited about that. I'm on location at Jane's home, just outside of Glasgow, about an hour outside. So I'm really excited to be here.
1: So welcome, Jane. Uh, Welcome to my garden, Oh, I'm so
0: excited to be here. It's a beautiful day and days like this in Scotland are always quite
1: lovely. (laughs) Definitely ones to
0: savour. (laughs) One to savour for sure. Right, so I'd love to start, Jane, by sort of starting on a journey of how you found yourself in this part of Scotland and where you grew up and what your childhood was like.
1: Well, I am Scottish. Mm -hmm. I grew up on the East Coast, uh, just outside Edinburgh. And... I trained in museum studies. That was sort of my my degree, and when I came out of university, I thought, well, where has the most museums? And <laughs> it turned out to be Glasgow uh-huh. at the time. Um, so we thought, well, we'll move there, and then there's more chance that I might actually get a job. Um, and we lived in Glasgow until about two thousand, and then um, decided to move out, had children, and we moved out sort of halfway to here, and then I was drawn by the hills, yeah. really. It's a beautiful part of the world. It really is,
0: and I think that one thing that, as, as I was driving up here, I felt was the roads suddenly start, you just start, start to see less buildings, less people. It doesn't take long, but the, the change is so dramatic mm-hmm. that it really just opens up the senses really that's what I felt. So um, now that you're here and and, and you've been here for many years what is the one thing that would be really hard for you to give up if you were to ever have to move back to the city?
1: I think it's the connection with the light. Mm -hmm. Um, When we lived in Glasgow I worked in a basement office and there was no windows and it was really really easy to just get into the routine of work um, and never see light. And in, you know, in winter, you really didn't see daylight. Um, whereas here, you know, the skies are open and obviously I have a more flexible um, working hours and mm-hmm. things cause I work for myself now. But um, I think it would be that, the being able to see light.
0: And I think one takes that for granted saying that you can see light, but it is really obvious when you just have so much sky to look at and so much sky that just is over you. So tell me a little bit about the sort of work that you do. Now, I know that I personally know that you're really very much in touch with the natural world and you help other people to appreciate the natural world and what what it gives us. So
1: I'd love to know a little bit about what it is that you do. Right, Um, well, I run an online membership course now like um, um, it's really kind of a, I suppose, an intentional living, a seasonal living membership but it might be sort of like a bit more interesting to s- see how I got yes, to that I would love to know um, I left my museum job to grow cut flowers yeah. I was absolutely desperate to work outside and I started to grow cut flowers and then when I'd been doing that for about three or four years, I did lots of weddings and farmers markets and things, I began to feel very unwell. Um, and I was eventually diagnosed with some autoimmune diseases, which meant that my energy is often very, very low and needs to be managed. And I spent then sort of the next five, six years working out how to live a really kind of, um, vibrant and meaningful and energized life by working out what gave me energy and what didn't give me or what, what sapped away all of the energy and basically I found that the more time I could spend with nature whether that was outside or whether it was bringing nature into the home because realistically I was in bed a lot of the time um that energized me so when I um Decided to just work for myself and to form this membership. It's those elements the creativity working with the natural world, um, growing things, eating seasonally, um, kind of working out ways to bring the seasons into daily life yeah. that I put at the core of what I teach
0: yeah and and that is a good place to sort of ask you when when you say bringing in seasons into your life to really help you a focus on how you live but also the way you eat the way you realize the way you 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 appreciate life as well because I think one thing that we all do is that we live day by day and we don't really appreciate what's around us and how those things we could really really tune into them to give us a better quality of life Um, and I'd love to know how in your membership and just generally in your own life how you do that and how you mindfully ensure that
1: you're tuning in with with the seasons and with what's around you. I think that we're very lucky in Scotland, Mm -hmm. in that we do have very Very. (laughs) well-defined seasons, (laughs) um, both in terms of the the climate and the weather, um, but also in the way that the winters are really dark and the summers are extremely light. Um, And I have found that it's really a case of slowing down to the point that you can notice things because it's so easy to live on autopilot and to fill up lives with a lot of busyness and, and to just keep going, you know, a bit like one of those cartoon characters that runs off the cliff and just keeps going, keeps going. Um, but the noticing of change, which is basically what seasons are, yeah. you know, it's just a cyclical change. The noticing of that starts when you can slow down. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And one thing that I do find is that, of course, it's a lot more, uh, it's sort of easier to notice and to slow down and to sort of attune yourself to all those changes when you're outside of nature and in in a place like this. How does one do that in, say, city living? How does one
1: really learn that art of slowing down and noticing the change? I think that cities actually have a lot of green in them. Mm -hmm. Um, and certainly I know that when I worked in office and at the time that I became really really dissatisfied with my um, windowless office, I started (laughs) to um, Take flowers in Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time those flowers It would just be like one or two stems and my favorite were corn poppies Mm -hmm. which you I picked from like a garage four court Mm waste bit and once you start looking, what I'm trying to say is, obviously it's, it's not as green as out here, Yeah. Um, but once you start looking and noticing, um, it is amazing how much green there is. About um, a year ago, you know, 14 months ago, we were in Edinburgh uh, looking after my in-laws and we'd meant to be on holiday down in the Isle of Wight, but we came back and we're in Edinburgh and we're staring in that airbnb but with nothing actually to do between hospital visits, and i started to take photographs of all of the things that were growing in the pavement cracks Mm -hmm. and things and it was amazing how many varieties and i got to about 60 different varieties of things that were growing in edinburgh pavement cracks now i mean it was sort of at the beginning you know middle of covid so maybe (laughs) things hadn't been sprayed with weed killer but it does does show you that there is a lot there yeah Um, And it presumably, you know, it would change in exactly the same way as it changes out here.
0: I think you're right. And I mean myself, personally, I've found when I lived in London and I lived 10 years in London, I was pretty central there. If you really don't want to tune into the fact that there are lots of green places, it's very easy because there's so many distractions that are man-made, and can be just like you said, you can just get on with life running down like the cartoon character. Or you slow down and you see what's at your doorstep. And sometimes I would just go to Regent's Park and just see the most beautiful flowers. And every season, there would be something else growing inside, little crevices and areas.
1: It's about making that conscious effort. And I think it's also about letting go of what you think nature should be. Mm -hmm. Because often we think it has to be big. Yeah or it has to be perfect and it has to be large-scale and um, pristine, whereas actually a lot of nature is just the things that are hanging on in the edges and gaps. Yeah. Um, And I think it's it's tuning into those and appreciating them. Yes, and I think there's that little bit of beauty that's to be appreciated in
0: little things. I think recently you posted a photograph of a cobweb, I think, on your shed door with a leaf or something stuck to it. And I just, you know, someone who's attuned to that, little simple beauty of imperfection it's not really imperfection there's this imperfection in it yes. and there is that change of seasons it's why that happened there's a reason why that's
1: there and and all those sort of things are quite are beautiful to notice yeah because I, I posted that because I had seen I it's one of these things it is it's not even on my shed it's on my door oh, it? oh, it's okay, on my door. porch door so you know Sorry. it is it is very much a kind of like this is not a, a Housewifely <laughs> space. And every time I had passed it, I had thought, you know, I must do something about that. But then I left it so long that uh, birds were coming and taking the cobwebs, yeah. which they were using for their nests, mm-hmm. to stick the bits together. Cool. And I thought, that's actually, that is nature mm-hmm. and the natural world coming into your space, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe, the, you know, it's also a good excuse not to do the housework, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> No, I think that it's, it's. I
0: like your, because it's a better one. Um, let nature need yeah. what it needs, let yeah. leave it there. Um, I'd love to know, you know, just so that people would get a f- sense of what a typical day for you is like, with all of this beauty, but then also your work that you do with your membership. Uh, just love to know what a day is for you. Well,
1: because I have an autoimmune disease, I am terrible in the mornings. It yeah. takes me a couple of hours to take medication and then to be up. So I am not somebody who has a morning routine. My morning routine is sitting, drinking my coffee in bed, which is brought to me, my coffee in bed, and I will probably be on Instagram. Um, so I, you know, I don't have a, a wonderful morning routine, but I have learned that the best thing for me is to go with the weather. Mm-hmm. So if it's nice weather, I need to grab that. Mm-hmm. You know and i'll be out in the garden or i'll go for a walk or i might just even sit out and do reading and then i do all of my writing around that Mm -hmm. so i found that i need to almost kind of schedule in the things which will energize me build me make me able to do other things and then what people think of as my work which is writing and making things and mm-hmm. so on, I fit around kind of caring for myself. Yeah. Um, if I try and do it the other way around, I run out of energy. Mm-hmm. So it's actually it's more productive, more efficient to start with what are the things that energise me.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really a very good way to look at it because I think that so many of us, especially those who've worked in offices, have that ability to just sort of not care about themselves but put work before everything else. And what it does in the long run is it, it literally saps you. And even if you don't have a health issue, you get sapped of creativity of energy or or any time for yourself and I think that's something I started doing last year was to begin the day even though I get up really early but not do any because I used to get up really early and just start writing and I said wait a minute I'm not actually taking care of myself writing is what I do for a living yeah but I need to look after myself because I won't be able to write as creatively if I don't give myself time so now for the first two hours I just do yoga and relax and Mm -hmm. again like you have a coffee in bed and and just take the time and, and so many, I think we're, we're
1: lucky that we're able to do that because we work for ourselves around our time. Yes, though, I mean, who knows why people get autoimmune diseases, yeah. but certainly everybody that I know tended to be a bit of a workaholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I was very much a workaholic, and I was working in university. There was always sort of things like private views that... Yeah. It wasn't part of your job but you were kind of expected to go to them and there was research to do on the side and things so it was just constant now none of that was in my contract Mm -hmm. and nobody was telling me to do it but I was telling me that to be that person I should do that Um, and I should always be working always be productive and of course then (laughs) eventually you know you come to the point that you just are doing nothing yeah and you you crash out of it and i think that that's exactly what i have done several times Um, work 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 up to a crescendo and then crash yeah and that is what i have learned that actually if i'm wanting to do things and i'm wanting to live a happy life i need to look after myself first yeah and and that is absolutely key Uh, So
0: let's move on to a little bit about seasonality. and, And I mean, you're a very creative person. And most of the people who listen to this podcast are creatives in some shape or form, writers, makers. I would love to know how you find energy from the seasons. Because every season has this very
1: abundant energy. Yeah, I think that the thing that seasons brings to my creativity is it stops me being jaded mm-hmm. because it is very different. And um, one of the things that I do is I, I draw with my sewing machine. I do freehand machine embroidery. And it would be very easy to for that to just become very, very samey. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was doing exactly the same thing um all the time but now i incorporate like natural dyed fabrics and that kind of thing and that really does bring the seasons in because i'm picking plants from the garden and i'm dying the fabrics and it's much more um involved and also surprising process Mm -hmm. so you're continually learning it's continually new and it stops you getting jaded that's how i think it really helps my creativity
0: yeah, no, I think that's absolutely perfect. And I think with what you do, and, and I, I think any any form of creative life can really be enhanced and elevated through the, through the seasons. Mm. And it's something, again, that I feel is really important for people to to realize. There is so much beauty in that. And like where we're sitting right now, in that transition from winter to spring, this is a very energizing time. And what would be your sort of favorite thing to do during this
1: time of year what I find really interesting um, is what when I, during lockdown I did a project where I just dyed things from the garden mm-hmm. and what I found is that there is such a difference between creating colors with things that I pick in in the next three weeks when they're just coming out of the ground um, and things are maybe six weeks later, Yeah, the colours are completely different, the energy of the colours is completely different. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon, I'm going to be nice. picking sweet cecily leaves. Oh, lovely! And they make, at this time of year, they make an almost fluorescent yellow. Wow. Like a greeny, that really, really bright that's incredible it is It is. so I'm going to be making Uh, embroidery threads this afternoon
0: that's lovely (laughs) Um, and, and just sort of like one thing that I really find interesting is that you know saying goodbye to a season I find really quite an emotional thing you know for me, one of my favorite seasons is autumn, and the reason is not because everyone loves autumn because of the clothes, but I love it because I never grew up with autumn, mm. and for me it's a real surprising season. You know, we just always had winter, a little bit of spring, and then the summer for the rest of the year. So, so I find autumn extremely exciting. And, and I always get quite sort of low when autumn's ending and winter's starting. Mm-hmm. What's a really good practice that one can really connect with, saying goodbye to a season and saying, you know, understanding it needs to leave us? There's something that would really like make you say goodbye in a beautiful way.
1: Oh, to autumn,
0: specifically. yes Say for, say for example, <laughs> say for example your favorite to, season, to whatever autumn. it may be.
1: I I think that with autumn a lot of it has to do with the light, doesn't yeah. it? And I think that you're onto, you know, what can you do to bring light yeah. into the winter?
0: Yeah.
1: And particularly those golden kind of gorgeous autumn lights yeah. that you get. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is maybe it, that you are on to this is the time that the candles come out. This yeah. is the, the time for making um, a time for yourself. Yeah. In the evening or whatever Mm -hmm. that is special and special in some of the same ways as autumn
0: yeah and i think it's about bringing the energy and just continuing the energy in a different way yeah so taking from it and saying thank you so much for this beautiful color i'm going to take this over into the next three months in my own way and sort of making that and i think that is the beauty of connection because Mm -hmm. if you connect it's no reason why you can't sort of replicate
1: that feeling through the year yeah and it, it is very interesting that if you cut branches Mm -hmm. when they still have their autumn leaves on them, that those will can, they yeah. will stay on they don't fall yes I do that <laughs> and and, it, and I think that that is really nice because then you've got you've yeah. basically you have autumn yeah. the best bit of autumn in your house <laughs> I know I do that
0: I, have, I, I pick up all these twigs and I have my family telling me what are these sticks doing in the house I said just let them be they're my part <laughs> yeah, of bringing really yeah, nature a, in yes and I love them and I'm still on my dining table and I love my autumn branches because they that, that the you know the curled leaves every mm-hmm. bit of the beauty of that dry leaf doesn't leave
1: no uh, but it just stays it stays yeah, and it's yeah. in
0: your house and you can keep it all year if you want yeah. beautiful I would love to know what you're so before we sort of conclude I'd love to know what you're working
1: on now anything exciting that's coming up well in the membership we've just been doing a thing about bringing nature into yeah. your home um and now for the the sort of the summer period it's going to be a case of going out yeah and I'm very excited we're going to have um an e-course about nature journaling, which yes. is something I have never done, mm-hmm. even though I'm, I'm now like writing the course, but other people are coming on to help yeah. me um, teach about making a book and how yeah. to um, do nature journaling. And I think that's, that's what I'm working on at the moment, and I think that's gonna be really exciting. That's
0: extremely exciting. I mean, I'm a big journaler, and I do do a lot of nature journaling, and I have over the years. I do a lot of journaling with, Um, a lot of flavors as well, but Mm. I love doing stuff with nature because for me it's a real different thing because I didn't have so many seasons to grow up with and nature to grow up with. It was very different nature. So for me it's quite exciting and new, so I quite like to do that. So I'm really excited about that because I am a part of your membership and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. So if you want to just
1: tell our listeners your membership's name and how people can get to know more about it. Well, my website is called Snapdragon Life, and the membership is called The Studio Club brilliant thank you thank you so much for being with us jane it was absolute pleasure being in your
0: house in your open space and i love this place that we're in right now we're in this beautiful it's a shed would it be Would you say it, it's a well shed? this is
1: a studio okay this, is a, this studio. is a studio and we're sitting on the die deck which is just about to be kind of like it's, it's full of rubbish at the moment of things that have been left over the winter but um, <laughs> it's lovely that is my my thing so by the end of the month this will be all back wow with these pan simmering
0: well wonderful i look forward to watching the stories um and instagram generally well thank you very much for being with us today and i am really looking forward to seeing what more you bring to us well thank you for visiting thank you If you're looking for a way to really harness your creative energy, do have a look at um, Snapdragon Life, which is absolutely a brilliant monthly membership. And if you're interested in cooking and learning a little bit more about writing, do have a look at my upcoming membership, Savoured, which is out later this spring, hopefully. (laughs) We'll be covering things like cooking, journaling about your memories and supporting each other to find our creative voices together. Finally, if you love this podcast, do please rate and review it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you did enjoy it, please do share it so someone who would be quite interested can hear from it as well. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to A Savoured Life with me, Sumaya. And in the meantime, choose a slower life, a more savoured life.